I'm Becky Hennessy. This is The Path of Imperfection, Episode 60, Parent Anger and What It's Really About. Welcome, traveler. The Path of Imperfection is all about talking through the stuff and uncovering the what's and how's so that we can embrace ourselves and each other as human, one imperfect step at a time. This is a podcast for anybody with the courage to try. Episode 60, you guys. We are a few episodes away from retirement age. Can I just take a second? I ask, like you could say, no, Becky, don't take a second. I'm just going to take a second and thank all of you who have been here from day one. Thank you, mom. And thank all of you who have been with me since the very beginning. What is created here is for you. And to all of those of you who have found me through another podcast or who have been told about this podcast or who have connected to me by some happenstance. Thank you. What is created here is for you too. If you haven't subscribed to the newsletter, I call them rest stops. Go to my website quick, beckyhennessy.com and do that. And by doing that, I will give you a 50-minute seminar with me on connection. Again, that's beckyhennessy, B-E-C-K-I-E-H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y.com. Can we talk about parent anger today? Now, wait, if you are not a parent, don't you dare go anywhere. Chances are you're employed or you're a part of a community or you interact with someone else in your life and parent anger can show up in those spaces too. We just drop off the parent part. Let me give you some background as to why I want to go here today. One of the reasons I'm going here today is a very dear friend of mine, sent me a few articles a little bit ago about the angry mom issue. And that article started to spark my curiosity. Another reason is because of the patterns that I'm seeing at work. So I'm an independent facilitator for Love and Logic, which is a very loving and logical parenting strategy. I do intensives, I do workshops, and I also use a ton of love and logic in my coaching and in my therapy office. I use it to teach to clients, but I also use it on the clients, if I'm being entirely honest. For a long time, what I was hearing was, Becky, help me parent my kids so that they don't do things that make me angry. That's what I was initially hearing. And there are some strategies for that, but those strategies aren't the issue. Over the past few years, I've heard a shift in that request. It's been really interesting. Now it's become, Becky, help me learn strategies to handle my anger better and to regulate my anger. Help me not be so mad. Again, there are strategies that can be taught there, but learning new strategies isn't the issue there either. I'm about to give you something that may save you from a couple of sessions. (laughs) Or it might help you realize you need some. I don't know. (laughs) Anger is an alarm. It's a messenger. Anger is there to tell you something deeper is going on. Anger is what is considered a secondary emotion, which means, generally speaking, there's usually another feeling going on that you're trying to avoid or numb or protect yourself from by covering it with anger. I am here to tell you that no matter the parenting strategy that you try to use, whether it's love and logic or one, two, three magic or positive parenting, attachment parenting, choice parenting, whatever, if you do not get curious 
about the underlying primary emotions that you are trying to avoid, numb, or protect yourself from feeling with your anger, you are not going to make a ton of headway regardless of whatever strategy you try to use. I've noticed in my own life, as well as in others that I visit with, that there are three most common emotions that pop up in the parenting space that anger helps you avoid, numb, or protect you from. One of those hard emotions is overwhelm. I had a client recently define the difference between stress and overwhelm, and I thought, man, you just completely nailed it. I'm going to put my spin a little bit on what was said. Here's my spin. Stress is I have a ton to do, but I'm capable of doing it. I have time to do it. I'm capable of it. There's just a ton to do. Overwhelm is I have a ton to do. It's too much. There's no way I'm capable of doing it all. I've got no time to make it happen. Stress can be intense. Overwhelm can be debilitating. Overwhelm is it's too much. It's all at once. I can't breathe. Make it stop. I'm trapped. I feel like I'm drowning. That is overwhelm. Sometimes overwhelm sounds like anger. Sometimes it looks like anger. Sometimes it even feels like anger. But really, we aren't mad. We're overwhelmed. Another emotion that anger helps protect us from is shame. Shame is about identity. It's the idea of I am blank, fill in the blank with something awful, or I am not blank enough. I'm a bad mom. I'm the worst. I'm never going to be like so-and-so, or I'm not creative enough. I'm not patient enough. I'm not understanding enough. Shame is the idea that whatever your kiddo is doing or not doing, it's proof that you are blank or you aren't blank enough. So we rage to get them to stop so that there isn't that evidence that we are blink or we aren't blink enough. And finally, the third most common emotion I've noticed that anger protects us from is insecurity. Now, a lot of folks feel like shame and insecurity are the same. I think they're just slightly different. Insecure is defined as not firmly fixed, not assured, uncertain. This is about second guessing yourself by worrying about how you'll be seen because what if you're doing it wrong? It's anxiousness. What if this? What if that? What if they think I'm a bad mom? I know I'm not bad, but what if they think I am? What if my kids grow up to be this? Or what if my kids grow up to be that? It's about doubting your ability to do something. Not because you are blank, but it's about doubting ability. Is shame closely related? Sure. There's a slight difference in the two. So most often, not all the time, but most often when anger is present in parenting or bossing or working or dealing with others, it's due to us covering up the feelings of overwhelm, shame, or insecurity. And you guys, a lot of the time, we don't even know it. We have no clue that that's why we're showing up that way. We think that something is wrong with us. Nothing is wrong with you. Well, maybe not nothing. <laughs> But you aren't broken because you get mad. You're normal. You're a human who has a body that is trying to protect you from the harder feelings. So get curious. Do any of those fit? Even if it's not necessarily related, I can feel overwhelmed at work and then take it out on my husband. I can feel insecure in my parenting and take it out on a coworker. I can feel shame and then be angry in my church calling. Get curious about what is under the anger because nine times out of 10, there is a harder feeling underneath there that anger is protecting you from feeling. I'm not here to therapize y'all, but I absolutely will coach you in the now and in the future. And I start that coaching by saying, how is it showing up in your body? What are you physiologically feeling? 
I know your face gets hot, your muscles tense up. That is mad. Next time anger comes in, get the heck out of the situation as quick as you can and start to walk yourself through what is under the anger. Are you overwhelmed? How does overwhelm show up in your body? Are you in shame? How does shame show up in your body? Are you insecure? How does insecure show up in your body? When I say, how does it show up in your body? I mean, what is going on with your body that can spark your brain to realize that you're feeling something? A lot of times it happens in our heads, our chests, and our bellies. Sometimes it happens with our arms and our legs, but a lot of times it's in the head, the chest, the belly. So pay attention to those areas. Pay attention to those spots and how is it showing up? Get really clear on how overwhelmed feels versus shame versus insecurity. They will feel slightly different. If you are overwhelmed, consider giving yourself a huge dose of self-care in the form of watering yourself and feeding yourself, resting yourself, grooming yourself, and moving yourself. Drink more water, eat three meals a day, get quality sleep, shower, and move your body. Self-care looks like delegation. Do you need to delegate? Self-care looks like looking at your shoulds and moving them to your need tos. Take care of your body and then take care of your mind if overwhelm is what is there. If you're feeling shame, self-care looks like acknowledging how shame physiologically feels so that you know that it's happening when it is, call it what it is, speak it to someone else who has earned the right to hear your story and receive their empathy. If you are feeling insecure, self-care looks like a huge dose of mercy and a huge dose of self-compassion. Mercy is treating yourself with compassion when you don't deserve it. It's treating yourself with compassion when you just lost it and screamed like crazy at your kiddo. It's treating yourself with self-compassion when you just said some things that were maybe hurtful. Compassion is having awareness of your distress and desiring to relieve it in some way, maybe through empathy, maybe through validation or reassurance or action. No matter the strategy you try to use in a parenting space, your parent anger will keep showing up unless you get curious about the harder feelings of overwhelm, shame, or insecurity. You identify that, and I am here to tell you, you will hit the ground running as far as parenting strategies go. If I've cared for myself enough to not be in a space of overwhelm, if I realize that my kid's behavior is not a reflection on my identity or worth, if I am secure in knowing that the way I parent is best for my kid, when my kid loses their ever-loving mind in the middle of the school parking lot because I won't let them ride shotgun, I can stay free of anger or at least not have it feel as intense as it possibly could. So let's commit. Let's commit to get curious about what harder emotions our anger is protecting us from having to feel. Let's commit to work out the overwhelm, the shame, the insecurity before or trying on another strategy in hopes that this one will work. And let's commit to realize that none of us has it all figured out. All of us really are doing the very best that we can. Let's find a way to enjoy the parenting journey, to brave the battles that it brings, and to embrace the human one step taken with really hard emotions at a time. Hey guys, like what you've heard here? Want more of it for free? Go over to my website, Becky Hennessy, B-E-C-K-I-E-H-E-N-N-E-S-S-Y. Click on the Connect With Me tab 
and give me your email. Come join me for my next Anything Goes Q&A. You guys, when I say anything goes, I mean anything goes. It's free. It's an hour of stuff a lot like this. Bring me your questions. Let me answer them. What have you got to lose? Again, beckyhennessy.com. Go to connect with me. Plunk your email in there for the free webinar and you will get an invite to my next Anything Goes Q&A.